0: In this episode, we discuss adult content, sexually suggestive language, and topics. We recommend not listening with children in the car and probably not safe for work. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The thoughts and opinions on Just Some Podcast are of the hosts and guests and do not represent the views of organizations that employ them or they volunteer for. They are also not responsible for spontaneous black holes or nuclear wars that may occur. You have been have been warned.
2: Welcome, 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 everybody, to another fun-filled and exciting episode of Just On Podcast. This is Tom. Hey, this is Ben.
0: Tom, bud, how's it going, man?
2: Not gonna lie, I've had better days. You know that saying, don't ever meet your idols? Yes. Yeah, well, I kind of felt like that today. I uh, Well, I won't get into specifics for a bunch of <laughs> reasons, but, but basically I went somewhere for some orientation and it turned into a... Uh, to a mess. So we'll just leave it at that. So it's not been the uh, best day I've ever had. How has your day been? Since I already know how it is, I just want to hear you s- what you're going to say, though.
0: <laughs> it's been a long day, Tom. It's been a long day. Started with me texting you this morning, blaming you for what I was going through. But it's OK, because all those multiple jobs that I have, they all kind of collided. So
2: yeah. Well, first to. of all, that's your fault that you have multiple jobs. And second of all, I guess I do take some of the blame for you getting a phone call at 4 a.m. That's just. Uh makes me giddy and happy on the inside. <laughs> knowing I can imagine your face at four a.m. getting up, so that's just you know super fun.
0: Yeah, it's all right. It's all good. It's, it's all good.
2: good. It it is all good. That sleepy tone in his voice—that's not just dulcet sounds, my friends. Uh, <laughs> no, that's I'm ready. Uh, I'm,
0: yes, I'm ready for bed. But yeah, it'll be All right, we're gonna. Yeah, we are he going is super to tired. Wait. You know, the red light's on, so we are going to be positive and happy and ready to go for this podcast. Speaking of which, Tom, I believe that you have a guest that we need to introduce, correct?
2: I do. Thank you very much. I am super excited to introduce our guest tonight, Pollyanna. She is a super amazing chick. I have had the good fortune to know her for a couple of years now. And yeah, Pollyanna, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Well, hello, fellas. I am Pollyanna, and thanks for the positive in there. <laughs> ben, talking about being positive, you uh, got the right Pollyanna here. So I am Pollyanna. I am a nurse practitioner. I have been in the nursing field for the last 30, count them, 30 years. I love nursing. It's one of my Whoa, passions. Wait but You've
2: been a nurse for 30 years?
1: I've been in nursing. I was started as a nurse aide at 16. Not to give away my awesome age, but I don't look 46. I'm still kicking it really well. <laughs> All those years of night shift have never done me wrong.
0: Tom's trying to I, do the math in his head. He's like, wait a minute, carry the one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. divide right. by seven.
2: No, I, I, <laughs> no. so I know her. There is no way I would have ever guessed she could have possibly been a nurse for 30 years. So, I mean, that's kudos in to nursing,
1: you. Let's say in nursing. I've only been a nurse, you know, LPN and on for the last 20 years. But um, close enough. <laughs> not gonna not gonna be mad at it. But yeah. So I am nurse practitioner. I love it, and I also, side note, am a Tibetan tantrika. I teach Buddhist practices for Tibetan tantra, and I enjoy every moment of it. I am also a certified sex educator. And also a certified emergency nurse. I still throw that in there because once an ER nurse, always an ER nurse.
2: That's true. Roger that. Roger yeah. that. That's right. Well, so. And I think, I think sometimes it's good to have that mixture because as a certified, as that CEN, when they come in with some weird sexual injury, you can be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Done that been well, there. I'm going to tell you, practice,
1: practicing in the urgent care setting <laughs> that I do now, STD testing and education is huge, or STIs now, as the young kids call it. But that's definitely something that uh, that this, you know, sex education part has really been beneficial for.
0: But that is why we have Pollyann on the show, is because, you know, we are trying to highlight some odd jobs that are in healthcare, <laughs> and so we thought that... Sex educator and was it Tibetan tantric specialist? Oh, I am a uh,
1: Tantrika. Yes. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <was like>, Tantrika,
0: <laughs> yo. Tantrika.
1: Tantrika, like yo. Tantrica. That's right. Tantrika. Right. I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard of Tantrika with a Kentucky accent, but I sure got it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't, but I kind of want to make my Xbox gamer tag Tantrika now. <laughs> I, think you, I, I think you should. Tom Trika. We're going to practice. Oh, <gasps> do you see what I just oh. did? Oh. I, oh, oh, yeah. I know. Wait, wait till I get off the air. I want to go oh, down. Hey, wife, <laughs> you want to practice some Tom Trica? She's gonna be like, Are you been drinking?
0: <laughs> what
2: the <laughs> hell is wrong with you? Oh, man, we're only six minutes into this show. We're going off the rails. I can feel it. Like,
0: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a show.
2: All right. So so since Miss Pollyanna says she has tried to listen to a couple episodes, but she's still pretty much uh, well, you know, it is a sex education episode, right? So I'm going to use sex terms. So she's pretty much a JSP virgin. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to go forward. So this is the point of the show. This is Ben's favorite part of the show tantrica where he is going to do his social media shout out so ben do you want to you want to regale her with your uh, what would we say here social media rap like what do you got going on
0: here i uh, sure yeah we can <laughs> you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter all at just some podcast you can find us on the web or at www.justsomepodcast.com you can also find us on our podcast hosting device that is just some And we're on helium radio network. That's helium radio after dark channel two Thursday nights, 9 PM Eastern eight central. Don't forget Tom. We're also on YouTube. And if you want to be on the show or you got some cool shit, you want to tell us admin at just some Tom, what else can they do?
2: Well, first of all, they can give us some ratings, reviews. They can tell their friends and family about us. They can also go to our website at the bottom. There's an Amazon affiliate link. They can click on that. It takes them to Amazon. They can shop for free. I'm sure they're going to be wanting of buying some marital aids or sex toys or something after they listen to this episode. So feel free. Absolutely. To buy that 24 pack of C cell batteries uh, at Amazon with our <laughs> affiliate link when you're done with this. Pollyanna, do you have some awesome social media or anything you want to shout out?
1: Um, you can find my website at pleasurepathways.com. I also have a little social media presence on Facebook and Instagram. It's at Pleasure Pathways. So find me on Pleasure Pathways at Facebook. Most definitely, I am generally listed as pollyanna Amazing because that's who I am, pollyanna Amazing.
0: <laughs> i kind of like the Tom Trica, yeah.
1: I am kind of like pollyanna Amazing. <laughs> I the like Tom where Trica. this is
0: going.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh wow. Okay, so yeah. the
1: giggling part oh, is see, all a part of how I how I start with the talking about sexual practices. People get a little nervous, so i'm gonna let that soak in
0: (laughs) so we're gonna be giving like 13 year olds
1: i got it's it's i got a scented
2: candle going
1: that's the lights
2: turned down setting
1: up sacred space for yourself is a paramount part of getting your whole entire sexual experience you know you've got to to do the sight sound taste touch it's all those things
2: Don't don't tell us too much yet. I'm not. I don't think Tom in the space your... to touch himself. To but... Hold,
0: hold, on, it's a just
2: a hold nice, on a second. Hold on a second. What a nice One breeze.
1: Time. Nice breeze. That's <laughs> it's all you need. A, that's a nice breeze. <laughs> that's
2: okay. what Ben calls it when he farts under a blanket.
1: So... <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: I took a drink and about to spit that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was going to say, so I can see Ben and uh, yeah. That was perfect timing. Like I didn't do that on purpose, but I did and I saw him kick his head back trying not to spit on the microphone. So that's uh you know, there you go. Ooh, spit on the microphone. That even sounds dirty now. So this whole you this know, whole episode. You oh, can yeah. absolutely take
1: wait. any comment and turn it into something sexual in nature. I'm a very I'm I'm very proficient in that. Absolutely.
2: Well, your your background <laughs> is uh you did ER yeah. as well, correct?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 20 yeah. Years so in the there ER. you go.
2: Yeah, you yeah. got that CEN. Yeah. yeah. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is matches made in heaven right here. So, all right, Ben. I know you got a story for us. I'm, or do you have a story for us?
0: I do have a story for you, Tom. And I figured it was going to go with the theme of the evening. Ooh. I'm excited. So.
1: <laughs>
0: so is this guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, in our story that you may have missed, Tom. There is a New York man who has an exceedingly rare permanent boner.
2: Wow, is that the name of the condition? (laughs) Permanent boner?
0: CBS New York is reporting that doctors in the Bronx are baffled when they seen an exceedingly rare medical condition. He showed up to the emergency room after a fall and was complaining of some knee pain. They did some x-rays on his pelvis and his lower extremities. And they were able to identify that he has a very rare case of ossification or abnormal formation of bone in the penile region. So, Shut up. I'm serious. Penile ossification remains a relatively rare condition, being mentioned in approximately less than 40 cases, uh, very few journals. However, the gentleman left the hospital shortly thereafter AMA, and um, that's kind of where the story is. Wow! So he's got a—that's extremely got interesting. A boner. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, there's so many things I got to. so. There's so many for, questions. Yeah, yeah. I. I mean, because yeah. you know, your first thought is is oh, so you've had an erection longer than four hours. You know, are we going to have right. to manually aspirate? And then you hit a bone. <laughs> what do you go to? That that changes everything.
1: I just want to know the science behind how does that work, you well, know? Yeah, I
2: exactly. Know. There's no bone yeah. to start ossifying, so where did that come from?
1: I wonder if it's more calcification. Oh, uh, well, ossification of that's, sp- yeah. Well,
2: okay, but, yeah. E- okay, even if he's calcificate generally there's a collection did point you, that did starts it. say
1: calcified?
2: Okay. Calcifying?
1: Well, I mean, like, that spongy tissue that corpus cavernosum that spongy tissue that helps you know that gets filled up with blood to cause an erection i mean just like anything else i suppose could get calcified um that would make sense
0: and you had to think that he knew that he had this
2: yeah but if i had a superpower i would say first of all how would he not know but of course you know that woman last week said she didn't know she had drugs in her vagina so you know there's all sorts of things yeah
1: well it's Uh, just a wonder like did that hurt his knee is that why his knee was hurting when he fell (laughs) That's something to think about guys.
2: no no because we would all know about this guy if he had a permanent bone erection and it hurt his knee trust me we would know this guy's name by now like that's just that's a thing
0: he'd be I'm in just, the movies yeah
2: he would be in a lot of movies
0: i well, mean you know how
1: say so you have to kind of feel sad for him though you have to feel no, sad for him. what kind of life can well, you got, I mean, does he get enjoyment of, out of that? You don't
2: I'm know. A guy, see, you have to think uh, about no, that. Oh, I, would, I don't feel sorry I for know, him at I all. I I get it. <laughs> I kind of want to shake his hand, give him a salute, just walk off oh like, yep, yeah, he's a man. There you go.
0: <laughs> but I would suspect that, like I said, he probably was obviously aware that he had this condition. And once they x-rayed his uh, pelvis... He knew they were going to find it, and he probably didn't want to be poked and prodded on, so to speak. So that's – I wasn't probably why he took – My guess is
1: that in the ER, this is my guess, is what happened is he heard all of the people talking about him. That's my guess, and he's like, peace out. I'm not listening to this. I don't – you know, I'm out.
2: Excuse me, ma'am. Are you saying (laughs) that an ER nurse would talk about that?
1: (laughs) I mean – I personally, again, felt some some empathy for this gentleman, so it would not have probably been me, but there might be a it. Could I see myself giggling if somebody else said something? It's a possibility. I'm not going to rule that out completely because I'm not in that situation, but I could possibly say that that might be a thing.
0: Empathy. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm
2: thinking more like jealousy and admiration. Like, oh, well, yeah.
1: You see, you can't Unless. Be You Damn. don't know. It might be painful or something, you know? So what see, what if you, you, no so
0: you just out took of the baton? guy what route like, immediately? What if it was just like a dildo that was just there? See,
1: and he,
2: okay. maybe
0: he doesn't have feeling. You guys,
2: you guys are arguing moot points, okay? Because I'm telling oh you right gosh, now, okay. if it's hitting my knee, <laughs> if it's clacking my patella, and it's a bone <laughs> on bone at that level, <laughs> I don't care if I can't feel anything at all. I'd still be like, you know what I got down here? I got a calcification. Yeah. Or I got an ossification. Sorry, I, I used the wrong term there. I'm just saying, like, absolutely.
0: Well, Tom, I was hard up for news. So I thought I would find that story and thought I'd share that with Did you. Did you
1: just say you were hard up for news?
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: you forgot to tell him to get the drums. That's right.
2: Yeah. I would wear gym shorts every day. Just saying. <laughs> there you go.
0: You're adorable. There you go. <laughs> no, he's not. Don't tell him that. Don't encourage him.
2: <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> ma'am. I'm just making my way down to the river. I have to go rowing. So <laughs>
0: there you go. You be like the guy on uh, was a Dangle on uh, Rescue 911 or <laughs> Arena 911 that wore the shorts all the time?
2: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, but I wouldn't wear low ones. <laughs> just be like that makes it more impressive. Well, those are regulation gym shorts.
0: Can we get into the If events, your
1: boots were high enough, Tom, Tom, it wouldn't matter. You know, like wow. didn't he wear the little uh, white boots with those shorts? But if you had some high like high boots, yeah. you'd be okay. That's right. No. Nope.
2: <laughs> nope. Tom, you know it's snowing, right? Yeah, well, man's gotta do what man's gotta do, wearing shorts. So <laughs> all right. Oh, so Ben goodness. Ben's wondering how much editing he's gonna have to do now. So <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> pass Ooh, that off to where's yeah. old sam the producer on this episode huh so <laughs>
0: probably playing pubg
2: <laughs> probably so all right to, let's I, right you said it the main yeah main lead the way ben
0: no you please sir go ahead you're you're the tom tom tantric
2: <laughs> tom trika
0: Tom now. I'll figure it out eventually.
2: <laughs> All right. So now here we go, Miss Pollyanna. What exactly got you interested or started down this path of sex education?
1: Well, of course, everybody loves sex. Everybody loves sex, right? I mean, like, that's Truth. not even a thing. Yes. And personally, I have been married a couple times. Well, let's say three times. And after being married for so many years, to a particular person sometimes the spark kind of falls away it's not like everyday life doesn't get in the way of of your sexuality because it totally does kids work just stress period of life gets in the way so where i was in you know a couple of years ago thinking i'm this nurse practitioner what can i what holistic type of things can i start you know looking towards to see what I would want to do later on and how can I incorporate that into my life personally. So, of course, you could read every book from now until the end of time about Buddhist Tantra. There's Neo Tantra. There's so many different Tantras out there that are, you know, just plain sexual practices. And that is not necessarily what I was looking for. I was looking for more of a A practice that I could do that would expand my knowledge, not only, you know, in a uh, in my personal life, but also something I could take with me to work and put in my little bag of fun tricks to tell people about, you know, because we always talk about how we want to we're working on with that mind, body and soul. Right. We're always talking about how how can we help people help themselves? Well, what better way to help somebody? than to help them have a better sex life because it's such a taboo topic and there's so much guilt around it that it's really difficult to even get people, you know, like we were talking earlier, Mm -hmm. you just have to giggle like you're a 12 year old sometimes when people say things like penis or vagina, just because that's, that's how we are trained. And, and that's just a part of life, right? That's, that's what we're trying to do. But so I got into that practice basically for a couple reasons, mostly because I wanted to have amazing relationship with my husband and also to be able to, to bring that back and to tell my friends and, you know, my family hates it when I start talking about it, just so you know, but um, definitely so that, you know, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but if you were raised in the middle of nowhere in Kentucky, you're mm-hmm. not going to get this grandiose sex talk about things that you should know in your life you're going to get the God told you that not to touch yourself because that's dirty (laughs) and you'll learn it when you get married you know that kind of thing so that's where I'm at with that definitely that's kind of what got me into it and then my husband of course was all on board you have to know So he started reading books. He's a big reader of everything that he can get his hands on. So he started reading books on Kundalini practices and um, just different types of Tantra. And I happened upon the most amazing podcast, sorry, not next to you guys, (laughs) by somebody who is (laughs) one of my very favorite people on the planet. Um, Her name is Davy Ward Erickson, and she does a podcast called Sex is Medicine. If you've never heard it, I highly recommend it. If you are looking for some practices that can can help you or some education on practices and really enlightening yourself on what the heck is out there. Because let me just tell you, you know, there are a lot of different sexual practices, different, you know, kinks and and things that people get into that can really enrich your entire life, not just your sex life.
0: Okay, so I have a question then. Sure. So you mentioned that there's, of course, lots of kinks and things of that nature. So is there mm-hmm. any that you were just like, yeah, okay, no, that's that's too far. Like, you know, I, you know, I can't educate, I can't help with that.
1: Right. Well, you know, on occasion, since I've started my website and what have you, there are a lot of people out there looking for sexual favors <laughs> always, you know? So I get a job, <laughs> I'll, I'll get a call at least once or twice a week about, hey, can you do you do hand jobs right okay so i'm just like no but i'm i'm an educator (laughs) if you would like for me to educate you on some topics that that might help you help yourself absolutely i can do that but there are there are also people out there have contacted me about calling them or, or being their dominatrix type person I am a very powerful woman, I'm going to tell you that right now, and I don't mind telling people what to do, but on a level of, do I feel comfortable doing that part, being the dominatrix at this point? No. (laughs) Not with somebody that I don't know, you know, not in my personal life, that's not a thing for me at this point.
2: Did did you notice, she said, (laughs) at this point?
1: Yeah, yeah, I noticed that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We picked up on that right away. So, (laughs) at this point... (laughs)
1: this point hey you
2: know
1: what all of these things that you learn you know you take a little piece of each little thing that you learn and you build a practice upon it right like just being a nurse practitioner you learn little things you learn little tips and tricks from people who you know are your preceptors or people that you've like you look up to and you you keep those in your little bag of tricks and whenever you're ready you just pop them out so can I say that I'll never do that no I can't say that um, maybe one day somebody will entice me to do so. But at this point, that's kind of one of those things that it's kind of been like, that's my only one thing that I'm kind of sketchy about at this point, which is out of the scheme of the thousands of, of unusual things that I've come in contact with. That one is the only one that I'm just not as comfortable with. It's just she me on one maybe later. set
2: of latex chaps away from making this <laughs> happen. <laughs> Just saying, I'm telling you, this. you know,
1: I, okay, well, here's a thought too. So I, Davey Ward Erickson has this podcast and also she is one of she's my teacher of authentic Tantra and she had a guy on there and I guess I always forget his name, but he's written books on how to do the, you know, the, the knots for tying up people for bondage. And in my mind, I'm just thinking, like, this is just out of control. I can't do No way. But he said something in this interview that says there's nothing better than the serenity of surrender, right? And that stuck with me. So I started reading a little bit, like, he has some books, and I wish I could think of his name. Um, I can't think of it right now. But this guy the way he wrote about how how you give yourself to somebody and you just are relinquishing everything and you're putting your total and entire trust into them by letting them tie you up and you know it just that concept blew my mind like who the heck's going to let somebody tie you know what what kind of kink feel great thing could you get out of that but after reading about that that's one of those things where you know I'm just like wow there's serenity and surrender. That's a fantastic thing. Think about that. You don't have to worry about anything. You have nothing to think about. You just let it happen. You let pleasure come to you given by somebody else who you feel safe with. That's fantastic.
2: Well, it sounds fantastic, but it also sounds scary as hell. I'm right, like... exactly.
1: But again and again, that is not necessarily something that I teach ever or, you know. It's not a, a like a participatory sport I'm engaged in immediately. <laughs> but that's just that thought of that serenity and surrender. Because if you think about it, all sexual acts that you're in, you're you're in it with another person. Well, at the time, if you're going to think about it that way, <laughs> when you're having so, sex with another, with a partner, you are allowing them into your ultimate intimate space. You know, like that's that's huge. You have to be able to trust them in your space. That's a thing. Um,
2: nobody's going in my intimate space, so that's just nope. Um. So here's. So here, shut up so so, no that's that i got multiple (laughs) girlfriends that will be like no that's not a thing for him so i'm just saying and and i don't care if that is your thing that's cool like not you ben i just mean in general i'm like hey man you know i (laughs) i am not a judgy person when it comes to sex but it's just one of those things i'm like nah not not for me just not
1: why do you think you feel that way about never wanting to have somebody in your intimate space, even though you've had women who've tried, apparently it sounds like, why do you think that that's a thing for you?
2: One, one tried and I didn't like it. So like, it wasn't, it wasn't even like full blown. It was like, there was pressure applied. And I was like, no, I instantly knew right then and there, this was not a thing for me. So
1: again, why that's what I might- No,
2: I'll be a hundred percent (laughs) honest. nothing went into the space. So you're right. I can't tell you right. that that is the end game, but I could tell you right now that it, the touching, I was like, eh, not cool, but like, okay, whatever. But as soon as pressure was applied, I was like, no. So there you go. I didn't need to know anything else at that point. So that's just how it went. So
1: again, a lot of us, oh, my, myself included, <laughs> I was raised in this big time, You know Christian home where you're taught that your your private parts are dirty right like you're not supposed to be touching them or you know religious beliefs family beliefs that kind of thing your culture that you grow up in but what if somebody told you that they could work with you and that that could be a pleasurable spot so you're losing out on Mm -hmm. the ability to experience something
2: (laughs) Well, I would say, first of all, if no, I can hear you now. I I will tell you right now. First of all, I think if you're doing it right, your private parts are going to get dirty. So boom, shakalaka on that. (laughs) Second of all, I would say the 50% that I am experiencing is pretty fucking fantastic as is. I don't need to add another 50%. So there you go. I don't know. Oh my gosh,
1: Tom, you're missing out on so many things by saying that
2: yeah tom i agree with you you you, you are right i am missing out on it and i have decided at 38 years old i am okay with missing it so there you go um (laughs) and again i don't care if 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 another guy is like i really enjoy that good for you brother i don't care um and i don't mean like don't care like he could talk about it i'm like i'm just saying it's not going to convince me I need to do something. But so here's my question. So I've heard you say Tantra several times. So what exactly is Tantra and what are some of the differences between the different types? Like you said, Nia, you said Buddhist. So what is all that?
1: Okay. So being a student of authentic Tantra, which I am, Tantra to us means the weaving of light and form with sound. That's what we were taught. I am in a lineage-based Tantra education program. Well, I've graduated from, sorry. But our lineage is the Shangpa Kagyu lineage. So we have a Lama, Lama Tashi Dundrup. He is an amazing gentleman. He's in his 80s and he is the cutest thing ever. But Tantra to me is a holistic healing medicine practice. And what you can do is you use that communication as medicine, that ability to talk about sexual practices as a medicine and with the neo-tantra and some of the other tantras that aren't lineage based it's basic practices of breathing and it's all about uh, it's more about sex period mine is more of a sex is medicine type of training and we do a lot of meditation whereas some of the other neo-tantras so much it's more about sex, just sex and tantras versus sutras and Buddhism. If you want to look at it that way, you've heard of the karma, karma sutra, right? That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people have, those <laughs> are the written way to reach enlightenment. So a basic just is that we want to all reach enlightenment, right? And in Tibetan tantra, you reach enlightenment, or a gl- you get a glimpse of enlightenment every time you have an orgasm, which is
0: fantastic.
2: <laughs> no shit. I no agree shit. with the Buddhist on that.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, Tom's, Tom's on board. Whatever it is now, you said enlightenment is on and orgasm. Board. Tom's like, so yes,
1: basically what I one of the things that I practice with this the Tantra that I do, we, we call it the five element healing practices, right? So and you know Buddhists have been practicing for thousands of years. So they have you know, they've got it down how to how to do things at this point in time you know like medicine in our sense that we know now western medicine is basically you know it's a few hundred years old it's not necessarily thousands of years old and in with the tibetan five element healing practices they are a way that your body and mind can get together and you address the root causes of illness which there are five root poisons. Did you know this? Five root poisons, guys. And those five root poisons are anger, jealousy, ignorance, pride, and attachment, which we all have, all of us. Even me as a tantrika, I'm still struggling daily with, I can't get my microphone to work sometimes (laughs) as, as evidenced by tonight. And so I'm attached to the fact that I need to get my, my microphone to work
0: (laughs) things like that but you said anger and I immediately thought Tom and I thought oh well he's oh yeah
1: yeah Yeah, I've (laughs) seen Tom he gets oh I'm attached
0: (laughs) people get attached you get attached attached to the craziest
1: of things like the fact that okay here's an attachment to you I hate it that my husband squeezes the toothpaste from the middle and not from the bottom and it makes me almost cry every day just from it's just an irritating thing and it's something that we have to deal with every day (laughs) that's my attachment it's great stuff. I'm trying to make my attachments a little more light than they used to be.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I understand that. And I'll tell you why. And tell me tell me where this falls on the five healings here. Because that's a little <laughs> thing that could easily be fixed. A big thing I don't worry about. Like, my house burns down. Okay, is everybody safe? Mm-hmm. I, I just have to deal with it. It's a huge thing, right? Like, I couldn't. Uh-huh. Well, unless it's something stupid that caused it, you can't deal with it. You just have to, you just have to go with the flow, but squeezing toothpaste from the fucking middle. Nah, brah. Yeah. You could fix that.
1: It's exactly right. See,
2: that's why I get upset.
1: It's the most ridiculous of all things. It could be just easily remedied, but no. But so what we talk about in (laughs) (laughs) in Tantra is, is healing your energy body is getting your energy. And I know. Whenever some people will hear this, they'll be like, oh, hippie energy stuff, right? Well, I'm here to tell you right now. I am a totally, yeah, right, and I'm okay with it. I'm cool with it. I don't care what other people say at this point in my life.
2: She's not attached to that.
1: Nope, not at all. (laughs) I got that good. People all have their own realities to live in, and I have mine, and I love my reality. But circling back, (laughs) whenever you are, your energy body is bogged down with depression. You know, everybody is depressed these days. Everybody has sadness. Everybody has all these outlets to to look at, like Facebook, Instagram, and there's all these, well, I have teenage girls, so this is a perfect example. They're always looking at these guys or, or these other girls that are all made up, or they're looking at these guys' uh, Instagrams that have these gorgeous women on them or what have you, and there's such a pressure for them to, to fall into that mold. And I don't appreciate that so much at my age. I don't want my children trying to, you know, stress themselves out because they can't fit into a certain size clothes or, you know, and my kids are gorgeous. Just let me tell you. (laughs) They're all my, all my babies are beautiful people (laughs) (laughs) regardless. But yeah, I mean, like I don't want them stressing out over the fact that, Hey, I need to look this certain way. I need to be this certain way. I need to just, conform i'm super on the non-conformist side for the most part apparently that's why i talk about sex to people all the time and some people are really down for it i'm gonna say but some people are super not i make people uncomfortable a lot i probably have done that to you tom in in practice when we're at, in at work i've i've probably done that to you in the past just start talking about sex stuff because i'm really
2: do negative
1: i haven't talked nah. to you about tantra at work no No, no,
2: you have. I'm saying it didn't bother me. Like, first of of all, Pollyanna and I, (laughs) I I think we jive. Like, we jive well. Like, I'm serious. The first time I met her, I was like, oh, I like her. (laughs) Like, we get along. And second of all, I don't think that I I guess I'm just very open. I could talk to anybody about anything. So when somebody says something like that, they're like, you want to talk about sex? I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Don't bother me. I'm just, it, it just isn't something that bothers me and i feel privileged because i had not that my parents were like open hippies and like hey let's just talk about sex but there wasn't there wasn't that taboo on Mm -hmm. it it wasn't a bad thing they weren't i don't want to say ignorant and somebody think i'm saying something bad about other parents but my my parents weren't dumb enough to think that teenagers weren't gonna do something stupid i guess let's put it that way you know um so they were just very open like hey you shouldn't, but right. <laughs> if you're going to go down this road, here's the things you need to know in condoms and safe sex and stuff like that. Again, never said you should, never was okay with it, but right at the same time, and I think this is part of the problem we have in society now is they didn't say, well, we told him no, so we don't have to worry about it now. It was still a, hey, don't do it. But (laughs) this is what a condom is, you know, like Mm -hmm. and and they had that talk. So I know I was privileged to have that upbringing where if I had a question, my parents would have never been like, why the hell did you ask me that? Like, It would have been like, well, that's what this is. Or they would have talked to me and I knew that. So I think that's part of why also why sex isn't a. I don't want to say a big issue it's just not one of those things like when everybody else is like oh my god even in high school i was just like it's uh yeah it's a thing i want to do it but it's <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't the end all be all i want to do it well no I, was, I think i think and look at a movie like still movies nowadays look at movies from the 80s you know everything was like high school boys just want to have sex and i'm not saying there aren't oh yeah but i just was like you know you know okay cool you yeah. know it's it is what it is. I had a girlfriend. It wasn't a big thing to me. So, that's why when you said I was going to make you were going to make me feel bad, I was like, mm, "Nope."
1: No, not you. Definitely. She's still here? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Ben, how about you? How was your like what was your um parental experience?
2: Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot. It really wasn't yeah. a whole
2: lot.
0: <laughs> no, no, you're fine. With my mom, there wasn't really a whole lot of discussion with it. My mom and, and biological dad were divorced and I lived with him uh, about the seventh grade year. And so I got the sit down discussion diagrams, uh-huh. everything the type of stuff. So I mean, it was there, but it wasn't, I mean, I didn't really explore anything until even after high school
1: like with my daughters in particular, and some people just get floored whenever I say this, but we, with my oldest daughter, my son didn't want to have the talk at all with me, period. So, you know, (laughs) that was non-existent. He's like, no mom, not doing it. But my oldest daughter had a great experience and we had, you know, because what if, think about this, what if you had this amazing person in your life that could teach you about how things should be? Not like, Again, you were talking, Tom, about how in high school there's this big pressure to have sex and whatever. So you're a teenage boy having sex with a teenage girl, and you know, statistically, men only last between five to seven minutes, right? That's a statistic, um, factual. Women. Right. It, That's what you say. It's true story, so, Tom. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Shut up, Tom. You're. Right. Uh, Tom, Tom right.
1: So, But for a woman to even get fully aroused, it takes 25 to 35 minutes, guys. Okay. Wrap your mind around that. So that is for her to be fully aroused to the point where, you know, a guy it takes him two seconds to get an erection, you know, just a little warm wind blowing sometimes. <laughs> but for women, they actually, that whole foreplay thing is the best thing. Think about it. It's a true story. You need to warm up the oven before you put a turkey in it, right?
0: Which makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean yes. it makes it
1: makes sense. Yes. So I'm there's all these girls out here that think that they're doing something wrong or, because they can't have orgasms, they can't they don't feel like they're satisfied sexually. Well, no kidding. <laughs> it's because guys are over and done in 5 to 7 minutes and they're still just like, "Okay, I'm, I'm still over here. So I had this talk with my daughter about finding out what, (laughs) like, find out what your body responds to, see what you like, you know, figure it out. My parents would have absolutely, my mom would have never in a million years encouraged me to explore my own body sexually ever, not a thing. So I like, that's, that's one of the things that I wanted to do for my kids was to be able to have that open communication because communication is key in anything that you do, especially for you parents out there that have teenagers, you know, this, they don't want to tell you anything. You're the enemy for the most part. My kids though are like, they won't leave me alone. They love to bug me. (laughs) They love to learn stuff. So (laughs) That's a, it's a common thing to see a bunch of teenagers, which just right before we started the show tonight, I had four kids sitting in my floor. It's just like, what are you going to talk about? What's going on? What's, you know, (laughs) it's like, go away. I need you. I need, mom needs private time now. Get out. Which is brings me to private time. Scheduling a date with yourself. When is the last time you've done that?
2: A date with myself? A date
1: with yourself. Not with your wife, not with your significant other. A date with yourself. Are you, like, have you ever done that?
0: Tom's like five minutes before we started, right? (laughs) Um, I
2: would say, does does every time I get the shower
1: count? I don't know what's going to happen. Did you set up a sacred space in your shower, Tom? Did you introduce yourself to yourself, Tom? (laughs) Yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tom.
0: I'm gonna
2: go with Ben. No. I'm after
1: you next. Just hang on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, we're i pick picking
0: on Tom. We're picking
1: on Tom. Oh, okay. I got you, Ben. I got you.
2: Picking on Tom is a favorite pastime on the Just Some Podcast. <laughs> um, I don't no, no, I, I, I will be honest. Uh, well, since we're being hundred percent honest, I don't. Yeah. When it comes to this, I don't worry so much about me. That's right. never been a problem for me to finish. So I've always, I've always been, I've always been a, if you make the the woman happy, she'll make you happy. Like that's how I've always said that. Yeah. So 100% agree.
1: What if you had the experience of learning how to separate ejaculation from orgasm? Because you do know that one is a parasympathetic response and one is a sympathetic response, right? Just as if you're breathing right now and you could stop breathing if you wanted to just for a little bit. But if you had the ability <laughs> to do that, to consciously stop the ejaculatory process so you just don't do it, but you can still orgasm and then you can have 15 orgasms in a sexual encounter. I'm not talking about one after the other after the other. I'm talking about like in a two hour sex session. How great would you feel if you could have that ability?
2: Um I don't know. I'd be pretty tired. I'm pretty sure I would go unconscious. So like, I don't know if that's safe. That's, it is I'll safe, be and it's
1: amazing. It's amazing to watch.
2: Not, well, first of all, I'm not watching anybody else do that. So there you go. I'm just um, saying. <laughs> yeah. No, so I went without ejaculation after the vasectomy on doctor's orders for 10 days. And I will tell you that was fucking terrible. So you could take yeah. this advice and like we're going to have to know.
1: Mm -mm. But there are there are specific Taoist practices that you can learn that help with that feeling of quote unquote blue balls. And you don't even I I, I wish I could I wish I had the ability to plug into you to let you feel what it feels like to be that multi orgasmic and just build layer upon layer upon layer to just again where you are brushing that central channel of energy in your body and getting a glimpse of that enlightenment, that life without suffering, that most amazing feeling ever. And, and again,
0: Did, see, I think that's a female thing. Yeah. That's a girl thing.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, women that's can be yeah, no, multi-orgasmic. And you yes, think it's a female thing?
0: Multiple times. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. Not, but there are some women out there that aren't having any orgasms.
0: Well, then their men are doing it wrong or they're doing it wrong
1: well right but if you've only ever been with a man who's ejaculated in five seven minutes and you think that's what sex is about your life is awful i'm sure of it <laughs> just a thought i don't I want to cast I I, I, well i, mean, I don't want to put shame on people who don't have orgasms because that's not where i'm trying to to be but i'm just saying from my perspective having the ability to be multi-orgasmic is flipping amazing. <laughs> and for a guy, that's one of the things that I had always told my husband when, you know, like even when we first started dating, I'm like, dude, I totally wish that you could be multi-orgasmic. And he's like, give me about an hour and I'll be right back.
2: <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. I got that refractory yeah. period. Like, Yeah, right. yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, no,
1: but what if you no. didn't have to have that? What if you could just lay in bed with your lady friend or your wh- whomever your partner no, is? No,
2: lady friend
1: so okay i'm just I, saying I'm not, in general <laughs> whomever your partner i'm not sure is, that i could handle it you but i'm just I gonna don't think i can handle it I, you can handle it ben you can i have total faith in you you can
0: i'm telling you one one wears me out and my wife you know multiple is great i'm, I'm happy for her i've done my job yeah. but so you've done she, your job. one and i'm like okay i'm good like
2: she keeps saying multiples. I'm like, no. I enjoy that 20 minutes in a sandwich. All right. I need, I need, I need that downtime. Okay. Because when you go through the Apollo space launch here, you gotta rebuild. Okay. Like stuff has to happen. You're so
1: funny.
0: You gotta refuel. the tanks. Yeah, exactly. You're
1: adorable. But no, seriously. There, and according, there are some Dallas practices that say that men should only ejaculate once a month. Once every eight weeks. Yeah, I know. Mm. Incorrect. Mind blown.
0: Incorrect. Yeah, no, it's say. it's
1: true. Because you're giving away your essence, right? Every time you ejaculate, no. that's your that's it is. It's your energy essence that you're giving away. So every many times. Washing right down the drain, Tom. Right down the drain.
2: I, <laughs> I'm waiting for a baby to crawl out of it. That's how Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> you're so ridiculous. I like I, I I feel so bad for your wife right now.
2: <laughs> Why? She doesn't hey. want
1: drain babies. She doesn't want your drain baby, Tom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want your drain babies? Oh, my God. So, uh, hey.
0: I just pictured Tom, like, and then I gave her my essence all over her <laughs> oh, um, Yeah. Because that's Tom. Yeah, I'm it's, just saying. It's okay. Like... <laughs> Drain babies, though, is drain, drain. babies. <laughs> <That's the hashtag. laughs>
1: drain She's got enough trouble. Uh, she don't need your drain babies. But oh my again, <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. So, legitimate. Yes. So, how do you apply this? My brain is still reeling. So,
1: uh-huh.
2: how how do you do you work this in with a patient? How, like, if okay. they bring it up, or is there like ways so, that we can?
1: One of the things that I try, like, also, um, I do addiction specialty, addiction recovery specialties. So what I teach a lot of them is because they've they've been traumatized their whole lives, a lot of them, the majority of them, right? And traumas in our life are what make us who we are. That's, you know, just like you said before, probably not ever going to have anybody touch in that area for you. People have traumas in their life and it doesn't have to be, again, a trauma to me is not necessarily a trauma to somebody else. It doesn't have to be like a sexual trauma. It could be somebody said something negatively that affected you for over your entire existence, just something that you hung on to. So I teach a lot of meditation. A lot of breathing exercises. There's a wonderful lady out there. Her name is Carla Tara. And she invented, well, she came up with something called ocean breathing. She did not invent breathing, sorry, but ocean breathing, which is something that helps basically It's deep breathing with a vibration on the exhale that helps stimulate that vagus nerve response. So it just relaxes you in a different way. I use that constantly with my patients because a lot of them also have mental health issues, anxiety, depression. So learning how to breathe because we don't breathe as a society, we're constantly running and rabbit breathing. We don't stop and take a deep breath. And have you ever sighed in the day like this day sucks that kind of thing frequently frequently so (laughs) your body what you're doing there your lungs with that big deep breath that sigh you're releasing surfactant so that it lowers that surface tension allows for better oxygenation in your lungs and you're just chilling by doing something you don't even really know what the hell why are you sighing? because you can't stand life right now but yeah that's one of the things that you do and using that ocean breath, I use that I teach that to people when I suture them and they definitely giggle, I'm not gonna lie. I'll do an example for the of the ocean breath for you shortly, but that has markedly decreased the amount of lidocaine that I have ever have to use for patients whenever I'm suturing. They get numb a lot quicker and it's it's great. But the ocean breath, hmm. do you want me to do Interesting.
0: it? Interesting. Sure. Okay.
1: Are you ready for this? So, you'd. <laughs>
0: I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
1: You're going to love it. You are. So, your mouth would be open two finger widths. So, you would put your fingers in your mouth, open it that much. And you inhale through your mouth and exhale through your mouth. And what you do is you make this noise. <sighs> so, you do a little descending ah at the end. And that vibrates that vagus nerve, which the vagus nerve. I don't know if you all know this, goes, I say, from the rooter to the tutor, from the bottom, you know, and it it, it innervates almost every part of your body, right? (laughs) So, and, you know, that's why when you you have diarrhea, you know, you get kind of diaphoretic and all that stuff because your vagus nerve is being engaged. That's it.
0: I would just like to point out one thing Uh that, you know, you said that if I ever sighed during my day Uh at work. That's because I've figured out that releasing surfactant is better than releasing drained babies at work. Oh, my so gosh. That's
1: so smart, gotta Ben. Say. I really appreciate See? that. <laughs> so super smart. <laughs> Thank
0: you, Ben.
1: <laughs> and another thing that I teach that I, I really want to hit home with for sure is being more sex positive in your speech during the day. Okay. How many times have you called Ben a dick, Tom?
2: Zero. He, he's my best friend i would never say that to him no
1: what do you call him you, do you have that. any penis names or you know
2: no i always yeah. say ben you're my best friend thank you That's what uh, oh I say okay uh,
0: well i refer to him as an asshole <laughs> there Forget
1: you that. go so what are you know what what are you doing to your body but assigning a negative connotation to that right Touche. Touche, right. So in Tantra, we learn sex positive terms. So instead of saying penis, which is medical, you know, like you want to kind of avoid that when talking about body parts, because what you want to do is be sex positive. So you want to say things like, for instance, penis is lingam in Sanskrit, and that means wand of light shazam i know right wand of light the old
2: wand of light
1: lingam means (laughs) wand of light and that you know like (laughs) also vagina people get a little skittish when you say vagina i have a friend that says you're not allowed to say vagina at the dinner table but we do it all the time (laughs) vagina there is a sanskrit word called yoni and that means sacred space So if you think about how many times a day you say, oh my God, that guy is a dick or you're a pussy or you are, uh, you know, like I call people vagina sometimes, (laughs) like that's assigning negative connotation to your body parts that you shouldn't be doing, that you should think about it before you say it. And honestly, and these are things we don't think about ever, but that's exactly what we're doing and it sticks with you. That's, you know, that's what happens to people.
2: So I shouldn't make up my own terms. For <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take uh, my Aladdin and go to your cave of wonders. Like I shouldn't. There just. There you
1: go. No, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's fantastic. I like. I you gonna make it Harry it's Potter. Very creative, Tom.
2: Old. It. Never mind. I'm stopping while I'm ahead. So, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <anyways>. <laughs> so. Getting towards since we're getting here towards the end, and Ben has a special uh, little thing he' w- gonna want to do here in a second. We always do it with it when we're interviewing guests. If there are any specific information, tips, tricks, whatever you want, the advanced practitioner, advanced practitioners ugh, out there listening, words are yeah, hard. words are hard. If you have any advice that you can distill down. Like real quick, like if you take away anything, take away this. Like what would it be?
1: The definite thought that meditation for people, and meditation doesn't have to be sitting on a cushion like a yogi that you see on TV. Any contemplative practice that you can get into that kind of shuts your mind off from the terrible life that you're going through or the problems that you're going through, find that. Help somebody find that make sure that they understand that you you know you may have seen this person the last 6 weeks five different times in the last 6 weeks for belly pain that you're not finding anything on them no, nothing's coming back as as a red flag but you know that it's stress behind it then talk to those people about finding other ways to manage that stress and if it is a sexual practice such as tantra or meditation in any form that's what that's the way that they should go most definitely and teach people to breathe for the love of god teach people to breathe deep breathing helps stimulating that vagus nerve with singing whatever you want to do just that's 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 paramount for making people feel
0: better and don't call people dicks
1: don't call people dicks. Apparently. Find something else.
2: Call them yeah, yeah. Tom's. What about penis? Can I
0: call them a call penis? Him call them Tom's. Can I call them a penis? Oh.
2: <laughs> so if I take Tom. a bin later and wipe my Pollyanna, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fantastic. Like a bunch of douchebags. There you go. Oh, man. See, that's right. another
1: one. <laughs> douchebag.
2: That's not yeah. a body part, Tom. So, <laughs> so. it's so, assigning negative right.
1: connotations to the vagina. Stop it.
2: It's a douchebag. That's Stop not the no. That's not a body See, part. See, it sounds dirty though, parts. right?
1: But it sounds dirty but, when you say it, right?
0: Quit being a dildo, oh yeah. I love you
2: guys. <laughs> quit being a testicle sack, Ben. So there you go. <laughs> so.
1: It's still a medical term. You got to be be more yeah. creative. That's it. Be
2: more creative. <laughs> I'm going to show you how... Speaking of creative... <laughs> how fist can That's be a verb. Right into our last... so...
1: <laughs> Did he just say we're sliding into something? Oh, what are we doing? Wow. Just
0: kidding. <laughs> I was trying to, and then Tom just sliding fist, apparently. Cool. Um, All right. Uh, see? Don't
2: threaten, said, him, with know, were...
0: ben, don't threaten <laughs> him with a good time, Ben. Don't threaten him with a good time.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah.
0: Whew. So speaking of being creative, Pollyanna, yes. we like to end every guest interview with a little segment that we call Five Questions. Yeah. Join us on a journey into the inner psyche of our guest as we ask five, 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 five questions. All right, five questions. Question one. What is your favorite medical word?
1: Sphygmomanometer.
0: Huh. All right. What do you got to say about that, Tom? <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Like I, I was
2: not prepared for that. I was prepared for something like I was. I'm, I'm waiting for her to say like tower of of pleasure or something like. Oh, I don't know. Where this is. that she caught me. She caught me. That's you legit. Not to
1: overthink it. That's one of my favorite words.
2: No, that's perfect. I'm just usually like, oh my God, that's stupid. No, that was okay. She got me.
0: All right. Question two If you could do any job in the world other than what you currently do, what would it be?
1: The Dalai Lama.
0: Is that (laughs) a job?
1: Yeah, no, he's a government official for sure.
2: Dalai Lama. Shoot high, I guess. I mean, Uh, yeah. I guess you wow. can apply for it. I guess I don't know if that's how it works. I'd make but, I mean, I'm not Dollar Buddhist, Lama. but
0: it has got I'm to be like... a lengthy interview process.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, couple couple thousand years in the in the making, huh? Yeah. So. yeah. All right, that, that is a good one, though. I mean, I I don't think we've had anybody <laughs> even come close to Dalai Lama. No, so.
0: no, we've not no. That's great. All right, oh, question three. Pollyanna, think back to your first car. Was it a stylish ride or a rolling turd?
1: Oh my gosh, the rolling turd. It was a 1985 <laughs> two-tone, four-door Chevette, four-speed.
0: Ooh.
1: Banging. Ooh, it awesome.
2: that's brutal. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that's almost like the Gar- the Mirthmobile off of Wade's World right there. I'm pretty, pretty that sure that my dad paid
1: $500 for it, and he made me pay him back for it, just so you know.
2: <laughs> damn that's fucking vicious so, yeah, no. it's you
1: responsibility. should be like um,
2: you're making me drive you're making me drive a Chevette you should be paying me oh, no. <laughs> that's
0: how I you was counter just,
1: it I was super appreciative of having a car that's it
0: I'm sure alright question four if your house is on fire and everyone including your pets are safe what's the one thing you want to get out of your house oh
1: man that's a difficult one um Mm -hmm. Mm, that one's a tough one that was a tough one um what would i want to say i i'm a picture person so definitely pictures i'm a huge picture person
2: that is a very popular answer yeah well i
1: mean that's your memories right there right if you want to know the real truth it would be my 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 bed Cause I got one of those daggone Tempur-Pedic adjustable vibrating, God love it beds. <laughs> I love that thing, but I don't think I could carry it, so that's why I went with pictures. <laughs>
2: wow, no, I like the I like the second answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I I will I will said we have a Tempur-Pedic vibrating bed. When I'm in it, boom. Oh, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? You're yeah. <laughs>
0: quiet on? does it vibrate snore
2: <laughs> yeah that's yeah it. that's exactly <laughs> to be completely it right fair that that is pretty much it yeah <laughs> and now the puppy the puppy snores
0: so. all right question five you have nine dollars 18 cents in your pocket what all do you buy lipstick for
1: sure that's it
0: <laughs> okay
2: what color
1: I'm more of a brownish, mauve kind of lipstick wear, but my grandmother always said, never go out of the house without some lipstick on your lips, and right there. And it costs about nine bucks Ooh. for a good tube, or a moderately priced tube of lipstick, so <laughs> I won't say a good well, tube of lipstick, how, but...
2: So how much does a good tube of lipstick cost?
1: Listen, Tom, don't even get into I don't it, because I know. your wife will make yeah. you cry. With how much money she's oh, spent. Oh, no, thinking.
2: she already did. She goes to Sephora all the oh, time, yeah. so I already cried. So you can, I mean, so. like,
1: you can get some lipsticks for 40 bucks sometimes.
0: <laughs> Fuck you.
1: I
2: swear.
0: I meant <laughs> to ask my wife because she uses this lip scent shit. I need to ask her what. I, oh, I, yeah. Actually, I don't want to.
1: You don't want to know. Just, just let it go, guys. Let oh. it go. <laughs> let it be a mystery of the universe to you, okay? Okay. <laughs>
2: Uh oh, see I'm trying side. that breathing. So
1: Yeah, try that <laughs> breathing. Try that breathing. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm trying to calm down right now. So well if at
1: any point in time that you want to learn some Tantra stuff, you know, you know where I'm at.
2: Uh yeah, I'm aware. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> I'm just like nobody's putting anything in my cave of wonders. So Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> just, just because
1: you you just need to you, there's there's some practices that no. will help you relax. Mm-mm. There are Mm-mm. so many different ways men. There's Mm-mm. like over nine types Mm-mm. of ejaculations men could have, or orgasms. I mean, sorry, like, I said ejaculations.
2: I, I got one type, and it's pretty fucking fantastic. So, but what
1: if it could be better, Tom? What if it could be better? How could
2: it be better? I got other shit to how work on be than better? improving the best thing in my life. Oh so, my I mean,
1: <laughs> it could so. be so much better. And you know what? It changes mm. you completely. It makes you into a stronger person when you walk into the room. People know it because you have maintained that ability. True story. So
2: I don't know. I don't know about Ben or any other guy, but Uh after I um,
1: spill, yeah, you know that. Yeah,
2: there you go. Mm -hmm. I look like a newborn baby giraffe on the National Geographic channel. (laughs) So when you said stronger.
1: Yeah, that might be like because you are letting go. Because I'm fantastic. Much of... No, yeah. you're, you're <laughs> letting go of too much of that chi, that chi energy, because you're ejaculating too much. Let to me slow it down, Tom. <sighs> Give it a rest. Yeah, Let it take a break. I,
2: you're not the first woman that I've heard that from, Pollyanna. So.
1: <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's too much life
0: force. So Don't lose your chi.
1: Never lose
0: your tea. Tom, we learned tonight that a finger in the ass is basically the same thing as a red power tie. So that's good. Yeah,
2: that's what she's saying. And I guess I'm sticking with the blue polka dots then because.
1: (laughs) The red power tie. Tom, you want the red power tie. Everybody wants the red power tie.
2: Not that. (laughs) Nope. I look, I, I think Pollyanna is fucking amazing. I love this chick. But I'll tell you right now, the day she's like, Tom. (laughs) <laughs> just slide it in there. I'll be like, nah, girl, we're good. Mm, mm, mm. There, There is literally no amount of bribing that is going to make me think, mm, that's a great idea. No. <laughs> Pollyanna, is there anything else you want to end the show on?
1: What I would really wish that people would do is just to start educating yourself. Learn some things. Learn something new make sure that if you are in a clinical situation that and you notice your patients are having issues with intimacy ask them about it ask them how you can help them to learn more about it and again breathe 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 breathing is the best thing ever you know it keeps you alive and stuff
2: (laughs) that is the key factor
0: yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) most definitely Always brave.
0: Well, if you like this episode, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Just Some Podcast. You can find us on the web or at com. Our email, admin at com. Pollyanna, why don't you give them your social media stuff one more time?
1: All right. So you can find me at pleasurepathways.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Instagram and Facebook at pleasurepathways.
0: All right. Tom, anything you want to add? Um,
2: No, for sake of editing purposes and not sounding like I'm doing something bad.
0: I'm just going to. I wouldn't do that to you. Well, I mean, I would, but I'm not going to. (laughs) Dick.
1: I'm excited (laughs) by this fact. Oh, my gosh. I want to do this Um, more. You guys have to invite me back.
0: (laughs) I think think we can make that happen. Yeah, I think we can, yeah. I know the guy who sets this up, so I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I,
2: I think I know a guy at the show. Yeah, we could probably make <laughs> this happen.
0: Special thanks to Kevin McCloud over at incompetech.com for use of some of the music in this episode. Hey, on that note, I hope everybody has a great week.
2: Hey, everybody, stay safe out there. Thanks for having me. It was great having you. We appreciate it. A pair of old jeans with the
0: hole in the ass. Likes to watch guys watch as they walk past tight red shirt. It says love hurts, and that's a bitch.
2: Her nips are showing and his ratchet's right. got her nails done. Leave press on fun. like. The Your tattoo and a knife scar Drink spoons Farm, A little short on charm She's such a bitch I got her number and she don't wear Underwear uh, So she swears She got the dark roots Working with the police here And I'm just falling up a board. Tell me what's it gonna be What well, are you into me I gotta lock it out you come on back.
0: Hot girl, dirty hot girl, love me tonight